everyone, welcome to Life as a Diabetic, the highs and the lows. I'm George Canyon, your host, and this week we have got a very special guest and her mom, Sydney Steyer, and her mom, Jen. And uh, Sydney is about to turn 12. She is a type 1 diabetic. Um, she's received awards from school uh, in leadership. And her mom, uh, Jen, is a um, diabetes educator and became a diabetes educator back when Sydney was first diagnosed. So without further ado, I'm very honored to welcome to the podcast, Sydney and her mom, Jen. Well, like I said, we're joined by Skype, although we're having some Skype issues, by Jen and her daughter, Sydney, and their last name is not Potter. No, it's Steyer. Potter is, is what Sydney is. She's a Potter like me. Sydney, how old are you? You're 11. And what grade are you in? Grade 6. Grade 6. Wow. Where, where do you go to school at? Well, I used to go to George Davidson. Now I kind of go at home. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> because of COVID. Are you doing okay? You guys are doing okay with the COVID thing? Yeah, it's a change, but we're getting through. Yeah. 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 Well, we're starting to, starting to lift the, the uh, restrictions a little bit. Yeah. At least letting you get outside, have some fun, get some exercise. How long have you been uh, diabetic, Sydney? Eight years. Eight years. Almost wow. Nine. Almost nine. In November, it'll be nine. Wow. Okay. And Jen, um, are you a diabetes educator? I am, yes. And how long have you been a diabetes educator? Uh, about eight years. <laughs> oh, so that kind of leads me. Interesting how that looks. Yeah, so um, when you um, got diabetes Sydney uh, was your mom a diabetes educator or was she just maybe starting she wasn't yet she was working in the surgery unit in five west yeah and then she moved to diabetes education after I was diagnosed mm -hmm. wow months yeah I sort of say when her path in life changed so did mine <laughs> that's smart though that, uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Everything I learn at work helps me at home, and everything I learn at home helps me at work. So it's a nice little uh, symbiotic relationship. Now, my dad, Sydney, was the head of the hospital lab. He was called the chief tech. And when I was diagnosed, it was terrible because he knew everything. And every three months, he had a needle kit waiting at the bottom of, on the kitchen table when I got up, and he'd have to draw blood for my A1C. Has it been okay with your mom being a diabetes educator, or has it been uh, interesting? It's It can be both ways, I guess, sometimes. Like, it's good because <laughs> she gets to learn more things that can help, and it's kind mm. of like an advantage because maybe other parents don't know as much as she does, so it kind of can help us, so that's good. But also, I'm kind of like her guinea pig, too, with, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the guinea pig. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It sounds like you kind of know what you're doing, Sydney, anyway, right? Yeah. I, I've heard lots of great stories about you, but I'm not going to get into them yet because i got to stick to my questions, and they're going to get tougher as we go along. Um, oh, one of the questions was, uh, Mom, what were your fears, or did you have any, uh, when, when the news first hit you? Well, I think, like Sydney said, I worked in the hospital, but I really didn't have a lot of background when it came to diabetes. So 
Um, I know when we were first diagnosed, my first uh, instinct was I knew it was about carb counting, but no idea how to do that. Mm -hmm. So that seemed, even for somebody who knew some things about diabetes, it seemed like a very daunting task. Um, But I think as far as fears go, I think for the first year, we just sort of lived one blood sugar check to the next Mm -hmm. just to sort of get through if we needed to. So trying to navigate your way through that first year and first birthday parties and Christmases Mm -hmm. and illnesses, you don't really have a lot of experience to look back on. After that first year, then that that went a little bit easier because you kind of knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. Like a routine of like, wake up, you do this and then... Yeah, I think any parent, as far as fears go, I, I think... It's not so much a fear, but it's just a desire that you want your child to grow up to be successfully independent, Mm -hmm. that she'll be able to go off to university and be able to manage that and manage this at the same time and do well with it. And Sydney, I heard that you received an award in school. Yes. Tell me about that. So it's the Eva Morris Davidson Award, Mm -hmm. and it's the wife of the man who's named after our school and it's for academics and citizenship yeah and perseverance wow that's awesome very so you're you're what i'm going to refer to as a diabetes hero it's pretty cool do you know what that is you get you're a hero for all the other diabetics out there that might be wondering if they can accomplish things so now you're now officially a diabetes hero but you don't get a cape you can't fly not always. Heroes wear capes, though. So that's okay. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Now, when you were going to school back, um, when you you know when you first started school, you're diagnosed. What was it like, Sydney? Did your friends wonder what was going on? Or well, I remember in kindergarten there was like there's always like kids because kids are just like as young, they're just like really curious, like curious, and they're just like asking questions. So I remember in kindergarten, kids were like. What's that? What's that on your elbow? What's that? What's that? <laughs> and all I knew was, well, I have diabetes, and this gives me medicine. And mm-hmm. they said, what's diabetes? Well, I couldn't tell them. I didn't know any more than that. I knew I had to take medicine so I could eat, but that's really all I knew. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you manage your diabetes? We should probably ask those questions. Are you on a pump? Um, yes, I'm on Tandem, and... And Omnipod. Um, we alternate. We have yeah. both. So. Whoa. I was on Omnipod for seven years. You alternate. This is cool. I've mm-hmm. never heard of this. Yes. So we like, there's benefits to every system. So oh, what yeah. else do you wear? Um, a CGM. Yeah. So we like the integration of Tandem, but the tubeless of Omnipod. So mm-hmm. depending on what the future looks like summertime mm-hmm. we use omnipod yeah, almost exclusively for its tubelessness and waterproof and swimming and those mm-hmm. sorts of things mm-hmm. so. and what deck uh, what uh, cgm are you on um g6 yeah, oh dexcom. you're on the six so am i i love my dexcom i love my omnipod too i love both of them yeah and do you uh when you were first diagnosed uh, mom this would be a question for you of course, you guys had to treat conventionally for a little bit before she pumped. Um, how was that? How many needles a day on average? Um, four on average. Four on um, average. Yeah, more if she ran a bit high and we had to do some extra corrections. Mm-hmm. But we were on like a 
basal bolus regime, so a bedtime dose, and then uh, breakfast, lunch, supper for the most part. And we did that for about a year before we transitioned to Omnipod. And that was before the days of CGM. So um, we got on that as soon as Health Canada approved it. I think we were like, that was like, I was waiting on the phone the day that they opened their call center. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember, Sydney, then what it was like before an insulin pump? Uh, sort of? Kind of. Most of it is just like from stories and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, insulin pumps are, woo, they're the, they're the best. Yeah, it made a big difference in her. She maybe doesn't remember, but in her um, quality of life, being mm -hmm. on a pump has made a huge difference. Instead of, like, imagine chasing a three-year-old around four times a day when they don't want the needles. Exactly. And I remember grabbing her by the foot and pulling her out from under the table and <laughs> having to battle with her for that. And so just that alone was huge. So the Omnipod has made a huge difference yeah, for many reasons. Huge difference. For mom. <laughs> as yes. much for Sydney. Yeah, you know, when I think back, I, mom and dad would have absolutely loved the idea of a pump and the idea of a CGM. Oh, wow. It would have been uh, amazing. And your Dexcom kicks butt because yeah. your mom can watch your blood sugars and you don't even have to know. Yeah. Yeah. Going to school with both devices has given her a lot more independence where she maybe wouldn't have had that same independence quite as young. Mm -hmm. Because it's a lot easier yeah. for her to work the PDMs than it would have been to dial up a pen and give her own injection. So. And to be able to know that the Dexcom gives her a safety net to let her know she can go play and she doesn't have to worry about her blood sugars, it'll let her know there's something to worry about. Yeah, which is, for me, that's the best thing. It's mm -hmm. when it says, you're going low, you better do something, mm -hmm. or you're going to be low. <laughs> yeah. Sydney, do you have any famous people that you, that you um, look to that are diabetics, like celebrities and stuff? Because I know a few I look, look at. And me? <laughs> You're making me blush, Sydney. Yeah. And um, Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas, yeah, he's doing really cool. Do you uh, do you like hockey? Mm, kind of. Hockey player. Max Domi is in there. Yeah. He's doing really and well. I'm gonna read uh, one of his biographies soon. My mom got it for Christmas. Yeah, I have it behind me somewhere on a shelf. I got to do the same thing. Get in there and read it. What about actors or actresses? Do you know any with type 1 diabetes? Nick Jonas is in a few Nick movies. is. Actually, that's, yeah. actually, he is. That's a good point. <laughs> Nick does everything as a type 1 diabetic. What, um, what do you want to be when you grow up? A pediatric nurse. Holy moly. Already decided, hey? Mm. I still don't know. But I'm not going to grow up, so it's never going to matter yeah. anyway. <laughs> a pediatric nurse, that is awesome. Wow. And are you going to work with uh, kids with diabetes, do you think? Or just all the kids? I think just all the kids. Mm -hmm. And if you had to offer advice to a, to a type 1 child, like say someone your age that just got diagnosed yesterday, what would you tell them? That... The road will get smooth soon. It's just gonna take time, and you'll—it'll hurt at first, but it's—you'll just be like, "Oh yeah, that—that that doesn't matter anymore." What? Yeah, hi. Okay, sure. 
That's awesome advice. Because it's so true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Diabetes doesn't stop us from doing anything, does it? No. And in, in fact, I think it makes us more determined to do things that people tell us we can't do. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to call it a positive stubbornness that all of us type 1 diabetics have. <laughs> and I'm sure your mom can attest to that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> a little stubborn. I think it follows through to more than just uh, diabetes management, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. It does for sure. And have you guys um, heard about or seen the encapsulation device yet? Um, yeah, I've, I've wanted it for a while. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't think we're there I yet. I think being a guinea pig, that she's going to sign herself up. So I wanted to be a guinea pig too, but they yeah, wouldn't let sure. me. There's so much promise in that. Yeah, we're really excited, um, especially you know with the JDRF, really, really pumped at where that where that's at uh, up yeah. in Edmonton with Dr. Shapiro and and everybody. I don't know how many years we're we're away from that, but they're in human trials. So yeah, here's hoping. <laughs> Any other things you want to talk about, Sydney, before I let you go? I really appreciate you being on the call and doing this. Mm-hmm. Like it's really important for other kids to to get to hear you and get to, to hear what you have to say about uh, your diabetes and your control. And how's your control going? It's, it's good if you do like what you're supposed to. Hey, there's a key to success right there. Total That's wisdom. perfect. And I love the way you said it's good because... There's there's days when I wake up and my blood sugar's 16 and we don't know why. And my endocrinologist said, welcome to type 1 diabetes. Yeah, that's right. It's the nature of the beast. Sometimes. One plus one equals bananas. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you have a wonderful day and you guys are in the Medicine Hat area, I'm told. We are, yes. Where it always gets hot in the summer. Yes. Incredibly hot. You enjoy the summer. It's going to be a beautiful summer, and hopefully you'll get back to school in the fall. And uh, stay safe. I don't know if you guys listened to the podcast I did with the nurse that had COVID, Mm -hmm. but she said, don't worry. You know, it it put her like it was like the flu for six days. So just stay safe, and hopefully you don't get it. But if you do, you'll be strong and get through it. Sure. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. You have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, a big thanks to Sydney and her mom, Jen. That was fantastic getting to talk to Sydney. What a sweetheart. And so um, well-versed in diabetes, uh, in her diabetes and her care and, and education, as all these type 1 diabetic kids uh, are when I talk to them. I've talked to hundreds and hundreds um, across, actually probably thousands now, across uh, North America over the last 15 years. And I'm always, um, I'm always just it's just delightful to get to talk to them i'm always shocked at how much they they know about their diabetes in fact um i learned something from sydney today um where she's on the omnipod and then she goes back and forth with with the tandem depending on what time of the year it is and what what the season is and how active she is in sports and that um that's amazing you know i've i've been learning more and more since we've been doing this podcast 
And to be honest, after 36 years of type 1 diabetes, you kind of start to wonder if there's anything else to learn. So a big thanks to Sydney and her mom, Jen. And a big thanks to all of you for joining us for Life as a Diabetic, the highs and the lows. We'll see you all, or uh, you'll hear us next week on the podcast. God bless. God bless.